Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massingill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today our topic is what we call driving performance. You know, we talk a lot about the impact that leaders have on other individuals, but today we're going to really hone in on the impact that leaders have on other individuals as it relates to driving performance. I guess we should start out with what do we mean by driving performance, Ralph? I think driving performance is getting the results that the business is targeted to get for their customers and all their stakeholder groups. But I think it's also getting it in a way that they can get it again and again and again, right? The performance needs to be sustainable. Sure, exactly. I think it's showing the way it's leading everybody towards a collective outcome. For me, you know, when we talk about driving performance, the underlying essence, which is part of our definition of leadership, but really the underlying essence is inspiring and influencing people, right? You know, and inspiring people to do their best work, but also influencing them in such a positive way. And I think it breaks down in organizations early because they don't have clear and in-line targets. I mean, I think the difference between the corporate athlete and the professional athlete is we're not always sure what game we're playing when we're in an organization. And that makes it very difficult when our leaders aren't clear and aligned around what the goals and the targets that we are driving towards are. Well, it's almost like I've heard this, the term vivid vision. And I love that. It's like a super vivid vision of the direction and where we're going. We had, you and I were, had the opportunity to be part of a larger conversation with one of our clients. And we were talking about next year and and strategic planning. And we asked, is everyone at all levels of the organization clear about what the goals and the plan is? And they weren't sure of that. Right. And so I think that when we talk about leaders and their ability to actually impact and drive the performance of the people that are following them, not having that vivid vision or those clear targets is really a blind spot. It's a perfect example. I mean, when you just think of the word vivid, when a picture is vivid, it's clear, it comes to life, everybody sees the same thing. And so then that actually connects to engagement. Right. When people are connected to a vivid vision, they're more engaged. I don't think you can help but get better performance in the organization. And I think what you're saying is people know how their own individual contribution matters, right? Like Exactly. If we're working on stuff and we're not sure how it matters, we can very easily start going through the motions. Well, and, and then the second part of this, how do leaders really drive performance? The first is, is the vivid vision and clear targets and goals. But the second part really is, and I think this is the harder part of driving performance, by the way, is they create the conditions for people to succeed and to do their best work. So how do they do that? You know, what are some ways in which leaders can do that that will drive performance? Well, I, you know, I think the idea of coaching skills what's included in coaching skills, things like the ability to ask open-ended questions, really, really great listening skills, you know, just different kinds of like encouraging competencies that really help support people in doing their best work. 
What I like about what you said is I think the coaching skills helps to scale the organization. It gets people thinking about what they need to do on their own. So you're actually developing the production capability of the organization. It also includes though feedback, right? I think part oh, of sure. right, if we if we have these goals and this vivid vision and these targets, how well are we doing along the way? And, and I think the other thing that's a blind spot for many leaders is they don't give effective performance feedback, either positive or constructive. And so people don't know where they stand. It's 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 fuzzy. It's not clear. And we're not helping people if we're not clear. Well, how do we know? that a piece of performance feedback is effective? What would be some of the criteria that you would want? If I was giving you feedback, what would make it effective for you? I think it's tied to the vision or targets. It's specific. It's behavioral. And it talks about the impact. Oh, I think you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied to vision, behavioral, and tied to impact. So here's why what you're doing or not doing matters, right? That's now great. I found your question interesting. The other way you might know it hits is based on my emotional response. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's constructive feedback. I might be a little taken aback. I might not feel good about it. And if I have that response, you know you got my attention. If it's positive feedback and I get really excited about it and my eyes light up, I think you know that you've also got my attention. So I think that that's the other way you know that it lands Mm -hmm. is based on the emotional response that someone gives you. And I think that's why people avoid giving the constructive feedback. (laughs) They don't want people to feel badly. And that's precisely what people actually, when you really dig down, I mean, people are not wanting to come to work to hear what they're doing wrong or what can get better, you know, but I think more people than not will say that they don't get enough feedback. In fact, I'd probably put a number on it. I think six out of 10 clients will say they don't get enough feedback that helps them grow and improve. Absolutely. Um, Could be closer to seven or eight. And, you know, this is also goes towards some of the blind spots for leaders, around driving performance. One of the blind spots is they think they're giving enough performance feedback, but they're really not. That's really how organizations we believe fail their people the most is through that. That's one of the blind spots. I think another blind spot is what we talked earlier about these fuzzy goals. You know, they're not specific enough and they're also not inspiring. I think there's another one in that the organization is not psychologically safe enough to subscribe to what we call the growth mindset, where Mm -hmm. people are focused on experimenting and taking action and learning and growing from the experience. But so much emphasis is placed on the outcome or the result. And I, I think people don't see that. And so people aren't taking the action. They're not learning from it. And as a result, we have less engaged people in many cases. So what I'm hearing you say is that they're almost afraid to make a mistake and that the concern about making a mistake actually hinders performance. Absolutely. I don't know how many times I tell people, we need our people to take action. We need to experiment. And then the first time they do something that goes sideways. (laughs) Why the heck did you do that? Yeah. And and so that kind of paralyzes not only them, but it paralyzes everybody else. So I think that's a that's a blind spot. I mean, we need to be learning faster and faster in organizations. So that means we're taking more action and we're giving more timely feedback. 
and you also know this is one of my pet peeves, but I say this in different ways, lots of different times, but I think another big blind spot to how leaders drive performance is we don't notice that we're telling people how to do things way too much. Hmm. We're not open to different ways of getting to the same end game. And we're too prescriptive about the how, as opposed to the why and the what. And I think, I do think that hinders driving performance in a positive way. I think that's an excellent point. We as leaders need to chunk up, spend more time on why, what, and perhaps when, and allow people to bring their unique gifts and their creativity to how it gets done. And right there is, I'm always reminded, you remind me of this. When I'm asked for advice, I try to say, this is a way it could be done. But there are many other ways. And we want people to be thinking of those many other ways. You know, I even think the example that you just used about people ask for advice and you say, this is a way. I think one of the things that we can do as leaders in just that situation is before you even do give advice, ask what they're thinking about first. You know, that's what you talked about earlier, the growth mindset. And then using this as a way, but allowing them to contribute first so that you can expand on their thinking. People generally know most of the answers to what they're searching for inside. It's our job as leaders and as coaches, but as leaders to really help pull them out of that. And that's part of this whole driving performance. I like what you just said regarding you know the individual. They, they know what to do. And I think leaders need to balance relating with achieving a relationship with task. It's not just about getting the result. It's about getting the result in a way that strengthens the organization, that scales the organization. And so the way in which we interact with people around driving performance in a relating, a relationship building way by asking as opposed to telling will guarantee us achieving better results in the future. So I think that balance is critical. It's not just about getting the result in the short term. We need to be building our organization and our production capability for the long term as well. That's really great. I think our three tips for driving performance are setting clear goals, specific. We like to use the word vital. They're verifiable, they're inspiring, they're time-bound, they're actionable, and they're limitless, meaning we can do more than what we set our sites out to do. Tip one, tip two, more questions, more open-ended questions. Tip three, if you think you're giving enough feedback, know that you're not and shoot for giving 10% more, however you want to measure it. We talked earlier about a leadership life hack. I'll let you take this one away for this driving performance. So here's the leadership life hack. We need to get better at storytelling. To move the needle on driving performance and inspiring others, we have to talk about the vivid vision. That gets people engaged. You know, one of the stories I remember that Charles Garfield used to talk about is how NASA was transformed from a mediocre performing organization to a peak performing organization. And it was by John Kennedy's vivid vision that we will land a man on the moon and return him safely. That gets people engaged. That drives performance. 
that connects what I do on a daily basis to something larger than self. We all need to get better at storytelling, for sure. I love that life hack. That's a great way to really inspire and influence. We started out by defining this as leaders showing the way, showing their people towards a collective outcome and the ability to tell a story, to explain why what they're doing matters is really just an unbelievable competency to be able to drive performance. And we invite all of our listeners, please keep listening and thank you for staying in touch with us through email and our website. We invite you to come back and listen more to our podcast as well as the Driving Leadership series with our partner, Bill Berthel. Bill Berthel.